Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two man car. My name is Jess Romero. I'm doing this show from an undisclosed bunker here in the beautiful state of Florida. And I'm here with my partner, Paul Clay, coming to us from the beautiful state of Nevada. Thanks be to God, because of technology, we can do a show together. I'm on duty. I'm reporting for duty. Paul, what about you? And eight, ready to go, brother. A lot of things to talk about today, but before we, we get into the topics, I want to just share the Word of God today. Psalm 22 from today's Holy Mass, name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit, amen. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear him. The, low, the lowly shall eat their fill. They who seek the Lord shall praise him. May your hearts be merry forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, all the families of the nations shall bow down before him. To him alone shall bow down all who sleep in the earth. Before him shall bend all who go down into the dust. And to him my soul shall live. My descendants shall serve him. Let the coming generation be told of the Lord, so that they may proclaim to a people yet to be born the justice he has shown. Alleluia, alleluia. In the name of the Father, Son. And of the Holy Spirit, Amen. As Catholics, just want to remind you that the best way for you to fight the culture of death, uh, the culture of licentiousness, the culture—oops, uh, the culture of lies and the culture of propaganda—is by filling yourself with the Word of God every single day. The Word of God is a light to my path and a lamp unto my feet. As a Catholic, the Word of God is the best antidote against the virus of propaganda. Paul. Amen, brother. Uh, and again, I say amen. That is the solution. By the way, today is a feast day of St. John the Bosco. Uh, uh, St. John the Bosco, pray for us. So let's get into today's topics. These are topics, again, as Catholics, the culture affects us. Politics affects us. Bad legislation affects us. And so as Catholics, we have a fundamental responsibility based on the, based on the fourth commandment. Uh, to sanctify the temporal order, to sanctify the secular culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to talk about, are we turning the tide right now? Has the COVID narrative finally begun to collapse in on itself? I'm not sure. There's an article that purports that, but Paul and me were talking before the show. I'm not sure, Paul, if, if enough people are awake. I know there's a lot of people that are woke. But are there enough people that are awake? What do you think? Uh, I think you said it when you said, I'm not, not sure. Um, uh, you know, the verdict's just, out. The verdict's out, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jury's still out. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you would think that, you know, in light of everything that has occurred, and uh, we're seeing more and more deaths, uh, uh, young people die, you know, uh, people having heart attacks at all ages. Uh, you know, and I don't really see the media. I see them, uh, in a sense, uh, ignoring the facts or not even, uh, you know, or basically saying there's nothing to see here. Um, 
there's a lot of people, athletes, uh, at, you know, we're talking about 20, 16, uh, all kinds of ages, just that are, they're just having, uh, debilitating, uh, uh, things happen to them, strokes, heart attacks, uh, uh, you know, and nobody's connecting the dots to say that, could there be a connection with the vaccine? Uh, I think so. A lot of other people think so, but you don't see the media digging in, uh, to report on that. You're right. Well, they- and the media, the media is supposed to protect us. And, and yep. that's exactly why the media was started to yeah, protect the us. press. Yes. It yeah. was started to kind of as a check and balance against the government in case the government went rogue. But yeah. uh, right now, the media has become, they basically become a propaganda uh, arm for the woke government. So we really can't count on them right now. No, we can't count on them. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you said it right. It, it, you know, when you said, yeah, the media was supposed to be uh, the idea that, hey, we keep the government in, you know, in check because we yeah. expose when they get off the track, so to speak. That's what the job of the media was supposed to be. But now they're at best complicit, at worst, an active participant in the, the the disinformation and 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 the narrative that's being put out essentially you know just years ago as you know the cia uh co-opted a lot of uh, uh of the media and began to see the media as an excellent uh tool to uh to use as a, a disinformation um absolutely uh, source yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right. Yep. The article, the articles, let's see what the article says here. We'll see where we agree okay. and don't agree. Okay. The article says it's clear that most people now realize what a malignant project the vaccine campaign was. Amen, amen. And those of us who have been consigned to the conspiracy theory bin for the last few years now, that's me and Paul and probably our wives, sadly, we're being vindicated. Are we watching the turning of the tide in our failing country? Medical studies that call into question the COVID narrative are making it through the censors. Twitter has opened the tap on evidence of collusion between the government and media. That's exactly what we just said. To deceive the public about COVID, more and more people know someone who has been disabled. That's what you said. Or killed by a so-called vaccine. Are we, getting, are we beginning to approach a critical mass of people who understand that we have been played on a gigantic scale? We used to call that conspiracy theory. Now it's called discernment. Little will change until we we reach a critical mass of awareness. Congress on both sides of the aisle will continue to act against the will of the majority. Just see the omnibus spending bill, for for example. Corrupt leaders will continue to be treated as heroes. Just see Zelensky from Ukraine. (laughs) Children will continue to be victimized on the altar of adult derangement just see gender ideology, and the world will spin on as usual until there's an armada of people who care enough about truth, children, and the kingdom of God to stand up, speak up, and fight back. By the way, let me just give props to my friend Mark Houck. Uh, he's, he's somebody who's been standing up for the kingdom of God, speaking up and fighting back. He was just vindicated by a court of law. The Biden administration tried to prosecute him for assault. And he just won. He's been vindicated of all charges. God bless you, Mark Hawk. A lot of people have been praying for you. Back to the article. 
there used to be an attraction at Six Flags over Texas called Casa Magnetica. The house was built at odd angles so that visual cues told your brain you were walking slantways. It was positively vertigo-inducing. When you emerged, the world righted itself and the brain settled down from its crisis state. As more of the Twitter files are released, thanks to Elon Musk, as more voices differing with the official narrative are back online, those of us who have been consigned to the conspiracy theory bin for the last few years are coming out of Casa Magnetica and writing our senses. The trickle of critical thinkers stand upright will soon become a flood as bad actors push a narrative that makes less and less sense to people who aren't living in, dr in dread fear anymore. People can't sustain fear forever, and most are well past their limit. Paul, you want to pick it up from there? Yeah. At midnight mass last month, I saw only two people with masks on, one being an altar server. It was one of those blue and white jobs, the kind that looked like incontinence pads. Hmm. <laughs> It struck me how unseemly it was for Holy Mass. What was standard protocol two years ago now looks bizarre. That is a turn that that is a turning of the tide. Once the tide has turned, it will progress until it reaches new a new low before turning again. And that's where we're headed. As more and more people lose relatives and friends to disability or sudden death from unknown causes, <laughs> bewilderment and rage will begin to suck the energy out of our nation, indeed, our world, since this has been a global phenomenon. According to our world in data, 70% of the world has received at least one dose of the deceitfully named vaccine. That's over 5.5 billion people, adults and children. The hope of the world may be in the developing nations where only 26% have taken the poison bait. <laughs> How about that? That's, that's, mm. that's quite interesting. Mm. Uh, according, to the according to the latest U.S. data from openvares.com, that's the vaccine reporting system, there have been 34,000 deaths reported from 219 million injected with the COVID-19 jab. Underreporting of the adverse events is said to be as high as 99% due to difficulty of reporting, lost or succumbed uh, or, or scrubbed reports, shock after the death of a loved one, and the reluctance of physicians to question the safety of jabs. Jess, I want to mm. comment right there and tell you, I... That is all absolutely true. Doctors yes. are in denial. Uh, the media, again, is complicit at, be at, you know, at best, at worst. They're actively covering these things up. Uh, I, I personally, as we talked about before, this has been a huge money grab uh, for these um, uh, big pharma in this whole thing. And... As this article points out, you know, hey, maybe so, maybe there will be some justice in the sense that, uh, uh, you know, some countries that are uh, uh, maybe underprivileged and, and didn't get so many people jabbed with the vaccine. Uh
Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clave, retired from the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. Now we are cops for Christ. We are two evangelical Catholics that are trying to help people fall in love with God. We're trying to save souls and slay error. We're talking about, is the tide turning? The whole COVID narrative is it finally collapsing. The verdict, the jury is out in terms of Paul and myself. We're not really sure if we agree entirely that that uh, enough people have uh, awakened to the propaganda. And, yes. and you know what, Paul, there's an Old Testament verse that's recurring in, in the Hebrew scriptures where God says, Purge the evil from their midst. Purge the evil from our midst. Well, guess what? If a lot of people end up dying as a result of this, and a lot of people have died already as a result of this, this is God's permissive will, not God's direct will. God doesn't direct evil. God permits evil to bring about a greater good, Romans 8, 28. And so um, most of the people that didn't get the, the, the jab are from these third world countries. It'll, this is what St. Paul talks about. I'll use the humble to shame the wise. See, we sophisticated Americans, Canadians, Europeans, we think like, we're smart people. We get the jab because we're smart. And the people from these poor countries, they don't get it. They just live on simple faith and piety and uh, simple reverence for God. And, and because they don't want to stick themselves with aborted fetal stem cells. Well, guess what? Wouldn't it be an irony if most of the world, the world becomes repopulated by people in third world countries and people in industrial companies? Our, our numbers diminish sizably. What say you? Yeah, Jess. Um, I'm getting a little back feed here, but um, I, can I can tell you. you okay. Uh, I can tell you that um, it seems that we're heading in that direction. Um, uh, if you if you listen to people in the insurance industry, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you that, hey, uh, deaths are up anywhere from 20 to 30 to even 40%, you know, people are dying that shouldn't be dying. And nobody's really connecting all the dots, or at least, uh, you know, not officially, but uh, cancers are up, uh, different, uh, again, heart, uh, heart uh, yeah. uh, malfunctions. We're in a, we're in a bad situation right now. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't know or hasn't heard of someone who has had an untimely death. Yeah, Paul, I think uh, I think Big Pharma has, has used human beings as lab rats. That's uh, that's that's my opinion. Uh, yeah. Going yeah. back going back to the article, it says historically there there were more than one thousand two hundred deaths in the first three months of the Pfizer rollout, but that wasn't reported until a court order forced the disclosure. Well, after millions of people had already taken the shot, yep. it was always clear that the COVID jab was built on sand from the moment the very first scientist trumpeted that it was safe based on absolutely no long-term or medium-term safety data or study. Imagine if an accountant gave a professional opinion that a company was financially sound without ever looking at its books. You would know there's a snake oils man in the room. Well, guess what? That's precisely it. Fauci... And the other woke doctors pushing the COVID jab are snake oil salesmen. And a lot of people bought the snake oil, unfortunately. The medical vocabulary reshuffling was another significant signal of malfeasance. The FDA redefined vaccine 
in the middle of the marketing campaign in order to cover an intervention that was actually a gene therapy, according to its own documentation. That was another piece of slick marketing that convinced people that the shots were approved by the FDA. They never were. They were emergency. Yeah, they were exactly to this day. Their emergency use authorization only. Let's talk about Catholic theology here. A person with the responsibility of teaching the truth who teaches falsehood instead of instead is guilty of a grave sin. Same with a physician who bears the responsibility by his training and license, licensure to deal truthfully and beneficently with his patients, but recommends and even insists upon a dangerous intervention without revealing the risks to his patient is guilty of a similar offense. We call this in Catholicism, this is called the sin of omission, or <laughs> plain and simple, lying, a violation of the Eighth Commandment. Can we say that the physician is not morally culpable due to incomplete knowledge of the dangers of the shot? We have to ask, how did he or she not know? Even untrained lay people like ourselves, we saw the problem. Here's my take, Paul. Our society and culture of death, as St. John Paul II called, uh, called our generation, we've turned doctors from healers to killers. You want to pick it up from there? Yeah, um, sure. Did the physician question the complete lack of safety data? Did he disclose that lack of his patients, uh, did he disclose that lack that lack to his patients before injecting them with an unknown substance? Did he recommend that his patients wait for, for such data before taking a chance? Most poignantly, uh, did he not, uh, excuse me, did he point out that the risk of death from COVID was so far below 1% as to be negligible, nearing zero for children? Incidentally, all these questions demonstrate simple compliance with the Nuremberg Code. So mm. uh, I just want to inject right here, um, Jess, if guys like you and I, we're just normal guys. We're not, uh, you know, the, you know, on, on, on an intellectual level, you know, we're not that right. high on the scale. Um, That's right. Yes. Maybe maybe you are, but I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I'm just but a I simple, can... I'm a, just a simple folk. I'm a simple, yeah. I'm a simple man. Yeah. But if but if we can discern, you know, and, and, and get the facts, even as difficult as it was, you know, to you know, because of all the uh, censorship that was going on in this whole thing, there were plenty of doctors out there who were speaking the truth and they were getting canceled and they were getting targeted and they were losing their careers for simply speaking the truth. So uh, right. as, as a matter of fact, Jess, I, I'd like to point out that even Rome uh, was, I, I would say they weren't just complicit. I think, didn't the Pope make a, a comment that, uh, hey, this is our moral duty to go out and, and, and take this vaccine? Yes, he did. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, and, so, yes. Yeah. So, so when in light of all of that, this is why, by the way, that, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Pope should be really concerned about saving souls and not and leave the medical um, uh, uh, 
and the the things that's concerning the environment and the and and things going on in the world. He should to the experts to the experts. scientists. Yeah. He's out of he's out of his lane. And and yeah. but but because of his position, how many how many Catholics felt the freedom to go and take that vaccine? I'll, I'll quote Cardinal George Pell, rest in peace, just passed away, one of the great cardinals of the church. He said that when the Vatican espouses anything on ecology or science, you can disregard it because they have no authority. They're outside of their lane. They have no expertise in those areas. Those are their mere opinions. That's a, that's absolutely spot on. The Catholic Church has been given to us by Jesus Christ to get us to heaven, to teach us about faith and morals, faith yes. and morals, not science, not ecology, uh, and, and not, uh, not, not, uh, politics. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're having a little difficulty with the faith and morals these days as well. Oh yeah, we sure are because we have a lot of modernists in the church right now that have been pro- yep. predicted for the last hundred years, starting yep. from Pope Louis the 13th, Pope Pius X. We've been warned about these, uh, modernists and they're all over the church right now and they've taken positions of power uh but again you know what i do i just do it uh, today's first reading that mass tells us to hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 i keep my eyes on jesus the author and finisher of my faith i don't keep my eyes i don't the bible says do not put your trust in man do not you put your trust in princes put your trust in the lord and that's what any catholic should be doing right now even any pope and bishop and priest they're supposed to keep their eyes on jesus not on other prelates and so let's just Let's just remember that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He gave us the Holy Eucharist at the Last Supper. And uh, this is how we we have a, this personal relationship with Jesus Christ, is receiving him in the Holy Eucharist, visiting him frequent in adoration, having a relationship with Christ through prayer. This is what keeps us sane and sober. And this is what keeps us fighting the good fight of faith. I'm not inspired, Paul, by any prelates, trust me. Uh, yeah. Anybody in mitres and roaming callers, they, they're, they're not, they, you know... They're men like I am. They have clay feet, like in the like the statue in the in, in the book of Daniel. Uh, we have to Amen, pray brother. for them. We have to pray for them uh, because we're all sinners and we're on this big ship uh, called the Catholic Church with the hospital of sinners. The only physician in the Catholic Church is Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like G.K. Chesterton said, "We're all the same boat. We're all seasick." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 Jess, the article rep, uh, references the Nuremberg Code. Now, yes. That this is this is bringing us right back to Nazi Germany and, and the fact that, you know, you know, the experimentation and the things that were performed were inhumane and and, mm. you know, and, and those codes were designed to protect lives. And basically, under the guise of an emergency, they the, the whole big pharma and uh, and the medical uh, community just ignored these things. They're basically saying, oh, well, we don't, we're no longer subject to the norms of the law. We can do what we have to do because it's an emergency. This is diabolical. Yeah, this is a violation of international law, Paul. We've, yes. we've, already, we've already been down this road. I got uh, my shirt. It says, arrest, arrest Dr. Fauci. And I stand <laughs> by it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm going to have to get one. Yeah. Well, here's what I think. I think, again, just the shows like this, because of the Internet, not because of the mainstream media, because of the Internet, the underground uh, communications network and the underground church, people's eyes are wide open now. Uh, they don't trust the government entirely. They don't trust big pharma, big tech. They don't trust the medical community, especially under Mr. Fauci. And But, uh, but here's what they've done, what they've unleashed through the mainstream media and through the Internet as well. The uh, the globalist New World Order, they've they've it's it's fear porn. 
This is exactly what this whole, the, 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 the vaccines and the, the COVID-19, it's fear porn to control us. And what they've caused is a mass psychosis around the country, which again leads to mass anarchy, which leads to what? To mass violence. And then the government can step in and put their jack boot and crush our neck with martial law and treat us all like January 6th prisoners. I think this is exact, the, exactly the, the way they're trying to lay it out. Absolutely. Um, and, and they're doing a good job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know what? I don't think it's a coincidence that the Bible says over 300 times, do not be afraid, only believe. Over 300 times in sacred scripture, you find that verse, do not be afraid. This is God speaking to us, our father, to us as children. And so I don't care what Pfizer, Moderna, Fauci, the CCP, the New World Order, Davos, Switzerland. I don't care what they throw at us. Guess what? We as Catholics, we, we're not afraid because Romans chapter 11 tells us through Jesus, with Jesus, and in Jesus. Okay? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Philippians 4.13. If the Antichrist is here amongst us right now, all I can say is this. Let us all stand tall and stand up for Jesus in the midst of this antichristic world. Amen. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency... Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Our, uh, our motto is, love God, save souls, and slay error. Is communism grinding down America? That's the question we have to ask. Joseph Stalin uh, was quoted as saying, America is like a healthy body, and its resistance is threefold. It's patriotism its morality, and its spiritual life. If we can undermine these three areas, America will collapse from within. Joseph Stalin. I bring this up because we seem to have the infiltration of communism, which again was prophesied by Our Lady of Fatima for our disobedience. We seem to have an infiltration of communism in our schools from kindergarten to college. And it's not coming in through Russia. It's coming in through the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. They're targeting American kids by infiltrating K-12 schools. Here's kind of an overview. There's a there's the Congressional Republicans and the Asia policy experts, they're sounding the alarm over the Chinese Communist Party and their influence on K-12 education, as well as colleges in America, through what are called Confucius Classrooms and Confucius Institutes. Mm. Mike Gallagher, a Republican from Wisconsin, chairman of the New House Select Committee on China, he says Confucius Institutes and Classrooms allowed the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, to wield influence throughout the American education system, projecting the CCP's preferred message in the United States. Mm. He says that the select committee of the Chinese Communist Party will fight back against the, against the malign influence of the CCP wherever it impacts American interests and national security. 
whether that whether that be in the private sector or in the classroom. So these are the good guys. That's the select committee. They're committed to fighting the Chinese Communist Party infiltration through our education. So what are these Confucius Institutes? Here's a brief description. Confucius Institutes were founded in 2004, so they've been, they've been around a while. They're China-funded cultural centers that operate on college campuses. In the past few years, these centers have come under increased scrutiny as operations of Chinese state influence. For years, the Chinese Communist Party has been using Confucius Institutes as a Trojan horse to push their communist propaganda and revisionist history in American universities. Their goal, that's the CCP, is to control what we see, hear, and think about China. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, one of the sound voices in Congress, who introduced related legislation called the Transparency for Confucius Institutes Act in 2021. Marsha Blackburn told the Daily Signal in an email, she said, quote, no foreign government should have the ability to influence American education, especially a rogue regime that commits egregious human rights violations and consistently undermines our democracy, Confucius Institutes in any form in America must be erased from U.S. society immediately. Here, here, Marsha. Good job. <clears throat> Go ahead and pick it up from there, Paul. I know we have a lot of comments to make about this. Yes. An estimated 500 K-12 through schools in the U.S. have had Confucius classrooms according to a National Association of Scholars report. After Confucius Institutes, China's enduring influence on American higher education. Hmm, that's what it is. Okay, Confucius classrooms are essentially the K-12 parallel to Confucius Institutes, but they're a lot less well-documented. In many cases, they have survived even when the Confucius Institutes they were attached to have closed which is particularly interesting. John Metz, president of the Athenae Institute, told the Daily Signal uh, in an interview. The Athenae Institute describes itself as a nonpartisan student-founded organization focused on removing the influence of the Chinese Communist Party from American college campuses. A number of them were established alongside or sort of in conjunction with the Asia Society, Met said, of Confucius classrooms. But in January 2022, they announced that they were discontinuing their formal affiliation with Hanban. Hey, Jess, you mentioned something earlier, and I just wanted to pick up on it. You said the threat is from China, not Russia. But if you listen to the mainstream media, the threat is from Russia. Exactly. Now think about it. Yeah, now think about it for a second. Russia, um, uh, under Vladimir Putin, has done uh, an amazing job at uh, refocusing and rebuilding up the Russian Orthodox churches over there. So, which is Correct. something that's which is something that's not characteristic of communism because atheism no. <laughs> is, is you know what was always at its core. So, what you're seeing is um, you know. Uh, Putin pulling away from that atheist system and recognizing that 
you know, uh, that the people need to be united under God. And, I, you know, kudos to him for doing that. But it's communist China. That's the atheist communism that's being pushed and peddled. And they're using the almighty American dollar to do it because we are so in debt to China, uh, you know, and our teachers unions are so, uh, uh, you know, in our universities, et cetera, et cetera. They're so uh, open to receiving money and funding. They're, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're selling us out rather cheaply in a sense. And uh, so when you go to university today, it's not a surprise uh, when you see communism being taught openly by university professors. And at the same time, you see the the Constitution of the United States being maligned. And if you're if you're a conservative, yes, and you and you want to go speak at a college campus, you're lucky if you get out of there without being physically assaulted. You'll yeah. definitely, I mean, at, at a minimum, they, they will cancel you and 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 protest your your even presence being there. So yep. this is, you know, we are well on our way to, uh, you know, uh, uh, our younger generation, this this generation that's coming up now, they are being indoctrinated with with this false ideology. Uh, and, and at the same time, they're told that, uh, you know, our system here in the U.S., Jess, is evil. Our founding fathers were evil. They were slave owners. American imperialism is evil. We're, we're a cancer to the world. Now, granted, uh, while, while it's true, you know, um, you know, we're responsible for a lot of evil in the world, but this country historically has also done more good than probably any other country that ever existed. Yeah, agreed. It's something it's something interesting. Most people don't realize, and the, and the mainstream media doesn't put this out, that uh, under Vladimir Putin, there's a rise of Christianity in Russia. Under Vladimir Putin, 250 brand new Russian Orthodox churches in his, in his tenure have been built. Did you hear that number? 250 Russian Orthodox churches have been built in his tenure. Also, a lot of the Russian Orthodox churches that were, were used as museums for 70 years under communism, uh, under Putin, they're no longer the museums. They've been restored, and they're now active Russian Orthodox churches. Uh, yes. Also, something about Putin people don't realize, if you look closely, he wears a Russian Orthodox cross around his neck. Uh, it, it seems to me as if Vladimir Putin is, uh, is a friend of the Russian Orthodox Church, and the Russian Orthodox Church has has regained their status in the world as a result of Putin. But the, the, the person that we have to watch now is the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Did you know that in Communist China, in the Catholic churches, Ching Pi has removed the crucifix, which is something that's basically a part and parcel of Catholicism. There's a crucifix in the middle of the sanctuary, over the altar, and over the tabernacle. That's part and parcel of Catholic liturgical architecture. Uh, the uh, Chinese communist president has ordered all the Catholic churches in China to remove the crucifix. And there's a picture of Ching Pi in the middle of the sanctuary over the tabernacle in every Catholic church in China. Mm, mm, mm. Lord Jesus, come to our assistance. Lord, uh, made peace to help us. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jess, let us not forget 
that it was our very own Cardinal McCarrick who went over there and basically allowed the Communist Party to have such input and influence within the uh, the state-approved Catholic Church over in China. So Cardinal, uh, Cardinal McCarrick went eight times as an envoy uh, from Pope Francis to the to the Chinese uh, Communist president. He went eight times to parlay deals, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, so he has his hands uh, all all the persecution of the real Catholics over in Communist China. Uh, McCarrick, Theodore McCarrick, the disgraced former cardinal, he has something to do with it. But yeah. going back, Paul, going back to this, this the grinding down of America, which with communism, which is starting in our schools. Uh, I, some people try to say that Christianity is communism. No, it isn't. Christianity is not com- People will say, well, doesn't the Bible say that in Acts 4.32, none of them considered any of their positions to be their own. Okay. Here's the difference. Christianity is totally voluntary. No one says, give us what is yours. It belongs to us. Rather, Christians themselves, they they sacrifice voluntarily. In communism, the government usurps or takes what is not what is yours at, at, at the end of a gun. There's a difference. Christianity is voluntary. And I'll tell you what's wrong with communism. It's an atheistic system which renounces all religions. In fact, it's actually a religion. It's a fanatical, satanic religion. But Christianity is the religion of heaven. Catholic Christianity, communism is the religion of the earth. Christianity preaches love for everyone. Communism preaches class hatred and class warfare, and it's based on egoism. Christianity is a religion based on... Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526- Two one five one. Soul Patrol, Jesus nine one one. Two caps for Christ. We are on duty for the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are at the service of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Queen Mother. We're here to teach people to love God, save souls, and slay error. Paula, it looks like McCarthy was right, and Belladad was right. I say Belladad first. Belladad was a communist infiltrator into the Catholic Church. She was evangelized by Archbishop Fulton Sheen. And she gave congressional testimony back in, I think, 1952 or three or four. Uh, She said that at that time, she was sent by Joseph Stalin with a bunch of other young communists to America to infiltrate the priesthood. She said in the 50s that I have recruited a thousand communists and, and, and sexual degenerates into the priesthood. She said this back in the 50s. She said in the 50s in congressional testimony there are four communist cardinals right now in the Vatican. So that was Belladad from a religious point of view. Then we got McCarthy. Uh, he was at, uh, he was a Republican senator. He was vilified because he was trying to, he was trying to reveal these declassified KGB files that was called the, the Venona project. And he was telling his, uh, in the sixties, in the he was telling the U S government that the U.S. government had been infiltrated by communists. The, all they did was shout him down, kind of like what they did to Cardinal Ottaviani at Vatican II. And guess what? Now we've seen 
that McCarthy was right. The government, our government has been infiltrated. Hollywood has been infiltrated. Law enforcement at the highest level has been infiltrated by treasonous uh, Marxists in the U.S. government right now. And people were, again, they were, they were saying that what McCarthy is doing, you know, it's, it's fear porn. No, McCarthy and Bella Dodd were absolutely right. Bella Dodd warned us that the infiltration started in the church. McCarthy warned us that the infiltration started in the U.S. government. Now we have a section of the Democrat Party that calls himself the DSA, the Democrat Socialists of America. Well, guess what? The term socialism is a synonym for communism. Paul, take it away. Amen. A synonym for communism. And this is, uh, Jess, this goes back again to what the goals of the Communist Party were back in uh in the, in the early 60s, they had 45 goals in 1963 Yeah, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, it came out of the, the naked communists. And uh, these principles are, you know, are well worth revisiting when, we, yeah. uh, it, because when you begin to read them, you're going to say, wow, this sounds a lot like the Democrat Party. Um, you mm-hmm. see, you, you see groups like Black Lives Matter. And, uh, you know, the founders of that group, they're not shy about telling you that they are trained Marxists. Okay, Uh, Karl Marx being the author, one of the authors of the the Communist Manifesto, him and uh, Frederick Engel. uh, You know, uh, this is a this ideology uh, is moving our country away from uh, the freedoms uh, to which, uh, as it points out in the Constitution, these are freedoms that were given to us not by men but by God, and um, uh, we are slowly seeing those freedoms being ero- uh, eroded. I mean, we've all seen it during the pandemic when essentially they were trying to force us to take a vaccine. They were telling us we can't go in this restaurant, we can't travel, we can't do this unless we do what they tell us to do. And if we voice any dissenting opinion, they would cancel us. And again, uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, many people got fired. They lost their jobs over refusal to comply with them. These draconian techniques can only be described as, uh, you know, a prelude to slavery, communist slavery, and this is what they want. They want to. They want to uh, bring about a Marxist communist uh, uh, regime in the world, so that they can implement and control what we eat, what we, um, what you know, what we travel in, every aspect they want to control because. Uh, you know, they, you know, they they've got these names, the new Green Deal and all these different things as if, you know, build, build back better. Yeah. Build, build back better. Yeah. Build back better. You know, when you read between the lines there, build back means something has to be torn down. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so what's what's being torn down? Well, Western civilization. Yes. Which was built by by the Catholic Church. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Here, the Catholic. Here's the genius of the Catholic Church, and this is what people don't realize. As Scott Hahn says, we don't know what we're doing because we don't know what we're undoing. Western yes. civilization was built by the like Catholic that. Church. So what? So what is Western civilization? Here it is. The Catholic Church took from Athens, the great philosophers and orators. The Catholic Church took from, uh, from Jerusalem. 
the ancient wisdom of the ancient prophets. The Catholic Church took from Rome law, structure, and order. So the Catholic Church synthesized Athens, Jerusalem, and Rome, and the Catholic Church gave us what's called Western civilization, taking those two, three streams of thought purified by the gospel of Jesus Christ. For 2,000 years, we've been beneficiaries of Western civilization, which has come through the Roman Catholic Church that has embraced the gospel of Jesus Christ and has synthesized the greatest minds from Athens, uh, Jerusalem, and Rome. And guess what? Now, Paul, communism is starting to try to destroy this because communism doesn't promote patriarchy. Western civilization promotes patriarchy. In other words, God the Father is a source of everything. We came from him. We're going back to him. That's the goal. Amen. Marxism promotes anarchy, which is the opposite of patriarchy. And, and I'll tell you, the place where people where this is being uh, uh the, the, the seminaries to create leftists are the average college and university, Paul. Wow. Yeah. Um, how the mighty have fallen, Jess. That's that's what comes to mind. You know, we've we, you know, again, we don't know what we're undoing here. And uh uh, a lot of people, you know, uh, let's face it, Jess, if a person is not uh, in in a state of grace, in friendship mm. with God, being fed mm. by the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen. given yeah. the mind of Christ, that's what sacred scripture tells us, we've been given the mind of yes. Christ. You know, we can see through these things, we can see through the deception, but those who, who do not... Uh, Jesus said, you're either for me or against me. So they're against Jesus. And some of them don't even know that they're not, uh, you know, don't even realize it because essentially they have no power to resist the devil. You know, his influence is in this world. He's the prince of this world. And uh, uh, absent the power of the Holy Spirit of God, they really have uh, no, no power to resist the devil. That's right. You're right, Paul. Yeah. They're, they're at a disadvantage. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to quote Star Parker. I met her a few weeks ago. I was in San Diego at a, at a March for Life, San Diego March for Life rally. And I met Star Parker. She was one of the speakers at this rally. It was a, it was a rally that was put on by the, my, my Catholics, pro-life Catholics. Star Parker is a, a female black conservative pro-life activist and author. She's a Jesus-loving evangelical. She says this about our colleges, quote, so many college professors and administrators are on a mission to make America Marxist. Leftists control the textbooks, the course selection, the official student newspaper, the student government, and what our children are being taught in the classrooms. Far left professors work to destroy faith and patriotism and radicalize young Americans. Here, here, Star Parker. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the truer words cannot be spoken. And you know, Paul, a yeah. lot of problems with a lot of Catholics and Protestant parents that are not well-formed in, in, in the gospel, that don't know the gospel at a deep level, yeah. their concern is, I want to get my kid to college. I want to get my kids to college. You don't hear them talking about, well, I want to get my kids to heaven. Yeah. You hear the average yeah. parent, I want to get my kid to college. I want to get my kid to college. Well, guess what? Our goal is not to get our kids to Harvard, but to heaven. And Amen. a lot of Catholics have forgotten that, and Protestants have forgot that as well. Yes, yes, yeah. that is our that that is our only goal. Uh, we're only in this world to get out of this world. G.K. Chesterton yeah. again, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, uh, again, 
uh, we have been asleep at the wheel as a society. And uh, these people who are under the in, under diabolical influence, you know, uh, you know, they have infiltrated the, the church, the colleges, the news media, and the news media. Jess, uh, let's not forget that uh, you know, again, what like I said before, they're not just complicit in this; they are an active uh, uh, participant yes. in, in in you know in tearing down everything. Let's just look at the recent um, uh, situation with the uh, the Memphis police officers. I think the headlines read something like "Black man killed by five police officers," you know, and they conveniently left out the fact that the five police officers that did it happened to be black, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, oh, silly me! I a, forgot a small little detail. Yeah. yeah, but 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 then to my amazement, even that, even though they acknowledge that, finally, you know, when when called out on it, they say it's still a racist act because what they want to do is they want to push their systemically racist ideas that somehow, uh, you know, this idea, you know, back to defund the police that, you know, because, <laughs> because the police departments are systemically racist, you know, they obviously corrupted these black officers and, you know, there's much a part of the problem as anybody else. And then we need, to just, yeah, we need to, again, dismantle, tear down the police department, you know, build back again, better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who, 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 you know, who represent order, right? And what yes. do they want? Disorder. Disorder. Yeah. And you can't make you can't make this up, Jess. Yeah. You know what? Uh, the just just as we wrap up the show here, just eighty percent of Catholic kids leave the church when they go to college. Eighty percent, mm -hmm. because again, colleges are seminaries of the left. Yes. And and the and the fact is, is that. Uh, when you look at communism, communism is the religion of hell. Catholicism is the religion of heaven. It's that yes. simple. I'm going to say yep. it again to wrap up the show. Communism is the religion of hell. Catholicism is the religion of heaven. This is why 150 popes have denounced socialism and communism by name up until Pope Benedict XVI. Yes, yes. Uh, it's the difference just between slavery and freedom. You know, Jesus said, if the sun shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And we know, name me one communist country where you're just free to go, come and go as you choose. You, you know, you got to basically escape, right? You got to you got to go through all <laughs> kinds of hoops to, you know, to get yeah. smuggled out, to smuggle things in. This is what communism is. It, it represents slavery. That's a wrap, Paul. Right, yeah. We're coming to a hard break. Hey, great show. Uh, Jesus 911 up next. Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics. That's for me and Paul. We are out. EOW, end of watch. We're 10-7. We're out. God bless you. Keep the faith. See you next time.